Hello, my name is Jim Hubert. I'm with 4D Athletes. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. This is Scott Ferguson, and I am super stoked to bring you the second half of the 4D Athletes. I was uh, had the pleasure of interviewing Jason Holzer, and now I get to interview his awesome partner, uh, Coach James Huber. And they're developing four-dimensional balanced athletes. And I want you to, especially if you have children, I need you to sit back, relax, and take notes. Because the knowledge nuggets that Coach Jim drops are, are priceless. And you can pay them forward to your children or other people that may have children as well. So without further ado, here's my really good friend, Coach James Huber from 4D Athletes. Let's level up. Time to shine today, podcast varsity squad. This is Scott Ferguson, and I am stoked that I get the second half of an awesome tandem, um, which I was able to be uh, privileged enough to be on their podcast for the athletes uh, on April 21st of this year. You can go on YouTube and watch it. It was a fantastic, fantastic time. But I have my boy Jimmy Huber here of 4D Athletes, and Jim has over 28 years of coaching and athletic experience administration and experience at the youth, high school, and college levels. Jimmy has devoted a large portion of his professional career towards developing youth through sports, which we're going to get into that part because kids are stopping way too early. I believe 70% are stopping by age 13 or something like that. So through that commitment to programming helps 12,000 plus athletes yearly become the best versions of themselves in and out of sports. Jimmy is passionate about sports because of the opportunities it creates to make a huge impact in the lives of athletes. And I, again, squad, you're going to break out your notebooks, man, and sit back and relax because I'm going to bring Jimmy on here. And Jimmy, please come on. Introduce yourself to Time to Shine Today podcast varsity squad. But first, what's your favorite color and why? Blue. Why yeah, is it blue? Just serenity, peace. I, I just, it, it does that for me. And I, I like that color. And it looks, it's on your color wheel. Look at you. Yeah, handsome double. Blue. Different shades of blue. It's right? it, baby. It's it. I have the Atlantic Ocean I'm looking at right now. And it's not so blue You're right wearing now. wearing blue too, Scott. Come on. Thanks, you got baby. a blue shirt. Rocking it. Rocking it. Blue line. My local company here, Blue Line, that I support. They do a lot there for kids go. also. So I wanted to rock the shirt. Uh, so, Jimmy, let's get into the, the, the kind of the origins of what you're doing and how you got started there, brother. Yeah, for me, it's, uh, you know, I've been born and raised in athletics. My dad was a, a coach and he coached like, you know, from football, baseball, basketball. He coached baseball in college. And um, and I just was always I love sports, was around sports. And it's something I always wanted to do uh, for my life. I wanted to be a professional basketball player. And I realized I wasn't going to be that. But I knew the impact my dad had on on individuals that he coached because parents would always ask my dad to help them. And then kids would be like the impact that my dad had on them as a coach and what he did for them is their lives. And I felt like that's something I've always wanted to do, make an impact on others through something I love to do, which is the sport of basketball. So that kind of led me into coaching and, and administration type work in basketball. So let me ask you something. Oh, I'm, I'm taking notes, man. So, cause this is, this is good stuff. You said something that's pretty important to what I'm, what I'm hearing here. But what made you, like, even when you knew that you were not going to go pro, make it to the show, and 99.9% .9 of people don't, and that breathes earth on this, on this earth here, breathes air on this earth. 
What made you still committed and convicted to sports, even when you knew you weren't going to the show? Yeah, for me, it was like, it was a passion. I feel like in life, like, can you follow something you're passionate about, right? You see so many people doing things that they don't even like to do. And I would see that by seeing people. And then for me, it was like, you know, sports has taught me so much about life and it helped me become a more of a better person. And uh, I always love being part of teams. I love going toward common goals, but I love doing it in something that I enjoyed doing, which was playing basketball. So to me, it's like I could coach it and train others to do things at a certain level, but also help them become better people in and out of sport. Then I felt like I was going to be excited and passionate about doing this, right? Love about it. following that path. Love it. So what is your, like my, my favorite thing about sports, Jimmy, is that it is unscripted drama. Yeah. But it better be unless someone's on the take, but you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. unscripted drama. What did you love about sports, bro? Yeah. I mean, I think for me is I think sports, like it's the camaraderie that you develop with individuals, but also too, I, I feel like, like we talk about coaching, coaching is so important. And we, we have coaching a lot of times in sports, when you get older, people think they don't need a coach anymore. Right. But that coach is somebody that directs you, somebody that leads you. And I felt like I had that guide through life. And I enjoyed that part of it to feel like there was a mentor in my life to help me become the best version of myself. Love it. And so, what then do you feel makes a great coach? I think what makes a great coach is I think they got like being a great leader and a great leader being a great coach, like it's their teacher. They're teaching people how to become better in life. But I think it's this, can coaches and the great leaders, what do they do? They inspire people for greatness. They get people to do things they don't feel like they're even capable of doing or don't think they can do or know they can do. And they can get them to level up like you talked about, level them up to become a great version of themselves, whatever they decide to do in their life. And also, too, adversity is going to hit, right? Sure. So the coach is able to guide them through adversity and know that we can bounce back and we can ride the ship and continue to move on toward a common goal that we have. So then what about slumps? Like everybody hits mm -hmm. a slump, whether in life. Yeah, but sports, it's more magnified, especially in baseball or even golf. They, they don't really call it a slump in golf. But, you know, if you're not on your A game, you're not bringing it every day. What is some coaching techniques that you use to help them bring them back to what you know what they're capable of? Well, you hear it a lot of times when people say, I lost my confidence. I don't have confidence. You hear it all the time. Parents say, my kid doesn't have confidence. I'm like, uh, do they have confidence they can tie their shoes? They have confidence they can ride their bike? They have confidence in something. Now, go back to something that, okay, shooting a basketball. Have you made a basketball before? Have you made a basket? Oh, you have. You have, have you had success in a game before? You have. Let's go back to those moments and let's get yourself back to that and think about what you were doing, what you were feeling in those moments, and go back to become that. And now, let's move that into the present moment. And I'll tell people in athletics all the time, it's like, I'll tell kids, why do you shoot a basketball? Let's say to make it. I goes, you don't shoot it to make it. You shoot it because it's a good shot and you earn the right to shoot the shot. Let the results take care of itself. Cause you know, in athletics, if you're focusing too much on the results, you tighten up and you can't be relaxed in the moment. Love it. So how much of it is subconscious? Oh, it's so much. I, I told I hear kids in camps all the time. Be like, I can't. I tell them, don't say that. Drop the T it's not, I can't. Right. Cause you know, your subconscious mind, people don't understand the subconscious minds, every cell of your being and a subconscious mind is like the earth is totally immoral. It doesn't care what you plant. Right. It's going to grow whatever. 
and you're right. planting seeds by what you're saying because it doesn't know what's real or imagined. So you got to watch what you say to yourself, right? And the spoken word is so powerful. Like they say, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Baloney. That's that's crap. <laughs> words will hurt you. Worse. Right? Yeah. Love it. It it so you're when parents bring their kids into 40 athletes to, to get them leveled up. Let, let's back this up. Why kids? Well, I just think like this. Think about this. You're in a personal development industry, right? Yes, Adult, it's a billions of dollar industry. There's 88% of people don't even like what they're doing in their life. And, and, and personal development, people say, like I heard you talk about Tony Robbins, everyone's, they all say kids need this stuff, right? The kids aren't being taught it right. at the level they should. And what's the best time to form a kid's brain, their mind, when they're young? Yeah. When the first, second, third, fourth, fifth grade, let's mold and shape them now, yeah. condition them for success early, instead of waiting when they're 25, 28 years old, and now they struggle. They don't know where they're at, right. what they're doing, and they're trying to find answers. Literally, their brain's fully developed at 25, is what science is selling. Yes. So there's so much of a sponge that you can instill in there and teach them to be the gatekeeper to their subconscious confidence. I love that you said that. I love that you said that. So when parents kind of bring their kids in, is there any secret sauce that you use at 40 athletes to help them find their blind spots with their kids development because everybody thinks that their kid is the best a lot well, of the thing we first do with parents like we, our organization we we really we do have something set up that parents can have for their kids mm -hmm. but we've set it up to where like sports organizations uh you know coaches of teams can implement this with their kids right but we do have something like even for the parents parents have a hard time navigating their child through sports they're so emotional with their kids and they, under, they don't understand the best ways to navigate, and they're following the masses. And like you said, 70% of kids are quitting a sport by the time they're 13. But everybody's got their kids playing year-round sports, right? They're, they're pushing and pressing their kids to, to play these sports, to do these workouts, and they're putting their, their maybe, they're living vicariously through their children. Yes. Their children are getting burned out and don't even want to play it anymore. Right. And the injuries, youth sports injuries are going up because we're overusing our bodies at such a young age, playing these year-round sports. So right. to me, it's more getting them to step back, parents. Let's think. Here's we, we go through like 26 tips of how to truly navigate your child through sports and to think. And if you'll do these things, you're going to have a better experience. Your children are, and the coaches, administrators are well in sports. What's that number one tip that you start with? Well, I start with this. Know what it is that your child wants. The why, right? Yeah. The why. And you know what? When you research and you ask kids survey, you know, write out surveys and questions, the number thing they want is to have fun. Yeah. They want to have fun. Yeah. That's the number one thing. So that. now can you put them in a fun environment? I tell parents all the time, get them in fun environments, engaging and have them have fun. And then as they're doing their navigate, they're like, they're doing these different sports. They'll find out eventually once they get older, about 13, 14, 15, what they're passionate about. Yes. Then spend more time and energy in those areas because right. they want to do it. Right. So what, why, what, what does your child want to do and why do they want to do it? Know your why. I love that. And it's funny. It's, it's almost like going to college. Like no one really knows what their major is. <laughs> you know, they, you, yeah. you kind of feel it out for the first couple of years and then you grind out that major. And that's awesome. So 
when parents are dropping these kids off, Jimmy, not dropping them off, but bringing them to you to level them up, um, is there any good question that you wish the parents would ask you but never do? I think parents, like to me, whether it's me or going to say playing on sports teams, they need to ask questions. They need to find out, like, who's coaching your child. I get it all the time where people are like, what organizations should I play for? Okay, these are different organizations that do some good things. But the bottom line, who's coaching your child? And then you need to ask some questions about what's their experience or background? What's their philosophies in coaching? You know, in discipline, accountability, in playing time. Are they going to run a bunch of players that are teaching your child to play? You got to find out more about what your child is going to get in that experience of them playing. And then I challenge parents, go to practice, go to workouts and watch a little bit from afar. You can be on your phone like you're working, but then see if this is an environment that is good for your child to be in. Yes. So I'm just figuring out how to ask this with, with regards to the parents that are there. Um, have you ever had any run-ins with any parents throughout 40 athletes where no, let's go this way. What do you think gives all, all kids brains are, are like a sponge, but why do you think some kids excel on the mental side quicker than others? Yeah. I mean, I, I think like here, here's something to consider as a parent, I challenge all parents on this. Like I've been studying a lot about parenting about my child because I got an eight-year-old and a five-year-old. Oh, wow. And I hear it all the time. Like I tell my child, I'll tell them daily, I'm like, why do I love you? And like, do I love you for what you do? No, I love you for what? Who you are, right? You're blessing from God. And I tell them when they go play, I go, hey, listen, you're going to go have fun. You're going to do your best. We're going to have a positive what attitude and be a great teammate. And let the results take care of itself. And I love you either way. Right. I think too many parents... They get so emotional whether a child's doing good or bad, and kids feed on that. Yes. And it's just like, listen, let your kid enjoy the experience. It's their experience. And they're going to have highs and lows, ups and downs. They're right. going to learn life experiences through it. Let them navigate through it. But love them regardless whether they they made they scored 20 points or hit a home run or they struck out. Right. Love them the same unconditionally. Then they don't feel the pressure as right. much. Right. What do you – what do you feel about everyone gets a trophy? I, it, it's funny you say that. So I was doing a, uh, a flag football. I was volunteering for my son, you know, eight-year-old, and the five-year-old's on another team. The five, they were giving these participation type stuff out. And at the end of the last game, I told my wife I, I couldn't get over to get it. And I was like, don't worry about it, no big deal. She's like, no, it is a big deal to these young kids. Sure. And I started running over because some of these kids were coming, hey, did we get this, did we get this, did we get a trophy? And I'm like – like everybody thinks they get a trophy. And the crazy thing about it is, check this out. My five-year-old, he did find, they get participation medals. And also my son did get a trophy because they won. They won the league or whatever it was. And he's a, he's a kindergarten. We, we had him play because my older son was playing. He wanted to play. My eight-year-old didn't get a trophy, right? He was all, he was all disappointed. And we had to explain to him. We had to be able to listen. You know, Pat Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs, they played last year in the Super Bowl against, Pat, uh, against Tom Brady. They lost. They didn't get, they didn't get a, they didn't get a Super Bowl trophy. They didn't get a trophy. So I, I had to explain to him, like, there's, you don't get trophies for always participating in a sport, right? You got to sometimes succeed at what you do. And sometimes you don't get it now, learn and grow from it, become better. Maybe oh, get it next time. Thank you for saying that brother, man. 
I mean, that, 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 that's, that's exactly what I was hoping to hear. And it's true, you know, cause of the kids, they, be, they come in that um, entitlement mentality and sports is the ultimate arena to magnify failure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's, they think that you know, I'm going to get a trophy. They, they're not going to play to their ability. I think about this. People just, you can just show up and get a trophy. Right. I just show up in life and I get a trophy. Yeah. I just show up in life and, and Scott's work and I just sit around and do nothing and yeah. I get paid and I get bonuses. Yeah. That <laughs> doesn't work that way. I love it. I love it. So Jimmy, what keeps you up at night, man? Truthfully, I, I don't, nothing really keeps me up at night. Okay. I, I, I go to bed and I lay down and I think for me is like, before I go to bed, I do quiet mindfulness meditation type stuff and I release things. And I just know if I gave my best for that day, I'm okay. You're good okay. to go. And I'm going to lay down man. and whatever takes place is going to take place. And God's going to provide and lead me and give me strength and things are going to work out. It's kind of good thing, bad thing, but I just, I don't get rustled out. I, I, I lay down, I go to sleep and I'm out. Love it. Love it. And I, I, I'm getting there. It was a minute. It took a minute for me to actually get there. Jimmy. Now I kind of like, like, God, again, everyone knows, you know, I'm God fearing dude. So I let God kind of handle the stuff, you know, I control the controllables and that's, that's awesome. So you saw, you saw the movie back to the future, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let, let's reverse it where we're going. We don't need any roads. Let's go in the future 10 years with 40 athletes. What are you seeing? Uh, I'm seeing us transforming over hundred million athletes worldwide, infusing life skills through sports and, change and making four-dimensional athletes not just physical athletes i feel like that's what we do but training the mind the mind controls the body so getting the mindful athletes that understand their spiritual beings live in a body they're not a basketball player they're not a football player they struggle with their identity and then they also the environment the associations that they establish are strong for what they want to do in their life so developing this four-dimensional well-balanced athlete that organizations are finding that this is important that we're intentional about developing these skill sets to help these athletes succeed in and out of life i love it and are you just regional there or are you national right now? right now we're we're just based we're based out of kansas city sure. we're kind of folks in the united states and we got you know some using it we had uh, on the east coast we had some nice. using it california up in Indianapolis. So we're kind of in the United States, kind of focused in that base right now. Love it. And so how do you want Jim's dash remembered? That little line in between your incarnation date and your expiration date, life date and death date. I think for me, it's like, this was a, um, this was an individual that was a vessel of God that lived his life in service for others. And through that, transform the lives of others to help them to live to their fullest potential. Wow. That's amazing, man. So what do people misunderstand about you the most, Jimmy? I think for me in coaching, I'm very demanding, right? And I think people think sometimes nothing's ever good enough Mm -hmm. or like he's, he's like, you know, maybe he's too tough. Sure. But for me, it's like, I, I think people understand, I love the people I coach so much that I want the best for them. Sure. And I don't want them to settle. Right. And I want them to reach for greatness. Yes. And so for me, sometimes that can be mis, 
um, maybe communicators seen by somebody they could see like, oh, he's he's too tough. Or yeah, they misconstrue your intentions because you yeah. just want to see great things happy for, happen for me. And we live by that, you know, uh, Vince Lombardi quote that we're never gonna get perfection right, but if we grind it out and kick as much butt as we can and do the reps, that you know we'll get that greatness, yeah. right? So. Yeah. Excellent. So let's get back in that DeLorean with Marty McFly. Let's go back to the 22-year-old Jimmy. What kind of knowledge nuggets are you dropping on him to help him maybe shorten his learning curve, last through maybe just a little bit quicker? I would tell him, find out what you really desire to do, what you're passionate about, and then find out individuals that have done it and study and be mentored by them and do what they tell you to do. Love it. And then don't get impatient and try to chase the butterfly because this seems better over here. Right. Better over here. This isn't working quick enough. And then you're doing 10, 20 different things. Stay the course. Yeah, right. Believe in yourself and understand that there's going to be failure. But that doesn't mean that you didn't succeed. Sure. You're learning and growing through that experience and don't give up on yourself. Love it. You just opened the door to that question with the butterflies. What about the the butterflies in the stomach and the kids get nervous, you know, at that age, you know, they're so impressionable. What do you do to get those, uh, when you're coaching a kid up to maybe get those butterflies to fly in formation? You know, it's interesting to say that anymore. What I do is I'll have like the box breathing, just breathe. I'll talk <laughs> about deep diaphragm breathing and just, you know, deep breaths. We talked about that in April. Yeah. Four, right. Breathe out for four, hope for four. Yeah. Close your eyes, relax, see yourself doing great things. And then afterwards, I'm telling them, like, listen, whatever you do on this court doesn't define you. Right. This is about learning and growing. So if you make mistakes, congratulations. Congratulations. Make as many as you can. Yeah. But don't beat yourself up and understand that your parents or whoever is around you are truly going to feed you. They're truly probably going to put a roof over your head. Right. You're not going to be, you know, on the streets without anybody around just because you miss a shot. Right. Love it. Love it. So what do you know for sure, Jimmy? Well, I know for sure that I believe that I have a God that truly loves me and that's uh, here for me and that guides me and will never leave me. Sure. And that's all forgiving and knows that uh, I'm not perfect, but loves me for whoever I am and is always there for me when I need him. Right. And you're always progression and progression over per- perfection. I love that you live that way. So then what would Jimmy's definite definition of a life will it be i i think for me it's just like every day waking up and just being the best version of me and just focus on getting one percent better each and every day and that's it. wow love that one percent better totally live by that as well hey, hey time to shine today podcast varsity squad we are back with my good buddy jimmy huber from 4d athletes he's molding kids' minds. He's becoming immortal through all of the mentoring he's doing. And Jimmy, we're going to do a leveling up lightning round now. You and I literally could talk an hour on each one of these questions, but you got five seconds with no explanations. You ready to rock? Let's go. Awesome. What's the best leveling up, leveling up advice Jimmy's ever got? Uh, train your mind, the body will follow. Yes. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. My morning routine. Let's elaborate. I'll get, I'll break the rules. Give me like a 20 second breakdown of your morning routine. I wake up, hydrate myself, um, go downstairs, meditate, 
um, pray upon that. I'll read about 10 pages and then I'll exercise for like around 20 minutes. And then I do after that, I do affirmations. Uh, you kind of run affirmations and do a little stretch and I'll be done. Love it. Sounds about like me. Although I started adding rebounding in trampoline. Yeah. Clean out that limb system, bro. Yeah. Love it. Uh, yeah. I, I digress squad. Sorry about that. I just wanted to hear it. Other than your website, 4dathletes.com, and of course, time to shine today.com, my shameless plug. What, what website do you like to go to to level up, Jimmy? Darren Harding. I love Darren yeah. David. Yeah, yeah. Love me some D. You see me walking down the street, body language is off. It's like Fergie's in his doldrums. What book are you handing me? Positive Intelligence. There you go. I'm going to throw that in the show notes, squad. That's excellent. Jimmy, what emoji do you use the most when you text? I use the uh, the one that has the, the black sunglasses. My nah, man, you had you sent that to me yesterday, I think. All right, chess or checkers? Uh, checkers. Me too, right there. Then <laughs> chess is too much. Like, okay. you could stay and do not lie to me on this, okay? But if you could stay one age physically for the rest of your life, keep all the knowledge you've garnered and continue to gain knowledge and wisdom, what age physically would you stay for the rest of your life? 18. 18, love it, love it. I say 32. 32. Like, yeah, because my brain was developed and I was had my hair getting out of bed. I love it. Jimmy, your favorite charity and organization you give your time or money to? Uh, Children's Mercy Hospital. Thank you, man. That's awesome. Last question. You can elaborate on this one, but what is the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? 70s. 70s, why? I like like Zeppelin. I like like okay, that's cool. Can I ask your age, Jimmy? Huh? How old are you? Huh? I'm fifty. Nice man. Cool. You look fantastic, dude. Fantastic. Yeah, because I'll be fifty in February. So like me and you are like right there together. Sisters are older, so I used to listen a lot of like just old old rock. So yeah, Yeah, my my dad is no lie. My dad was uh, like hung out with Bob Seger. Like hung out yeah, with them. Yeah. Like, old, man. I you know, yeah. in Detroit area. Yeah, man. So how can we find you, Jimmy? Um, you know, pretty much 40athletes.com. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. You can find me there under, you know, Jim Huber. Um, those are the main places. And, you know, somebody who want to reach out to me, they can reach out to me at uh, Jim at coachhuber.com. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are kind of be the, the places. Love it. And Jimmy, leave us, please. With one last knowledge, and I'll get you want us to take with us, internalize, and take action on. So uh, I love John Wooden. Um, so I'm going to, as a coach, oh, so I'm going to give this quote famous fleeting, money has wings, popularity is an accident, <laughs> and the only thing that endures is character. Wow. All right. I'm, I'm writing that down. And I tell people all the time, like, you know, it is fame, fame. It's fleeting, right? Right. Famous one day, one hit wonder, they're not famous again. They're trying. And then money, people are bankrupt one day, they're rich the next, it comes and goes, right? Yeah. Somebody's popular in high school, then they go to college, not popular anymore. Right. right? The only thing that endures in your life is character. And what is character? It's what you're going to do when nobody of authority is around. Your integrity. What is it? Wow. That's amazing, man. And squad, we just got like a free masterclass in about 25 minutes from my really good friend, Jimmy Huber here from 40 Athletes, who is making an impact on others by loving what he does. He puts his passion out there and he's 
helps others. And it believes that a good coach will help you become better in life and always strive towards greatness. He wants you, you yourself, and also to work with your kids on knowing their why. Do not push your kids and let them enjoy, push them towards greatness, but do it gently while they're sticking to their why and to make sure that they are enjoying their experience. You know, if you're going to come to somebody like 40 athletes, which let me make a warm introduction to you squad, to Jimmy and also Jason, but ask them, you know, what experience that their child is going to have. Find out the principles, find out their why for your child's why to make sure that they align. You know, he's going to reach a hundred million athletes to help them train not only their body, but their mind to level up. Jimmy's going to be remembered as a vessel of God who lived in the service of others. And he would, he's transforming people to the fullest of their potential. And if, you, if you're younger and you're finding your way, or maybe if you're older and you're refinding your way, find that passion and then surround yourself with the people that are going to help you level up. And we like to say here from my good friend, Leah Woodford, to get your asking gear, surround yourself with people that have did it and ask them, you know, how they did it because success leaves clues. You know, remember mistakes do not define you and they don't define your children. You know, if you're going to fail, fail forward. My greatest analogy is the greatest running back ever, Barry Sanders from Detroit. But no matter how many yards he lost, he always fell forward at the end of the run. He wants to be best version of himself and 1% better every day. And he wants, minds you to, you know, train your mind and the body will follow. And lastly, from the late, great John Wooden, fear is fleeting. Money has wings. Popularity is an accident but character and integrity are everything. And that's how Jimmy lives. He rocks it. He's humble yet hungry. He levels up his health. He levels up his wealth. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Jimmy. So appreciate you. I love your guts, man. We'll chat soon. God, thanks. Thanks for all you do. You bet, brother. Bye now. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.